0: Welcome to this Mother's Day service and we just want to take some special time to celebrate mothers and from a biblical point of view, uh, the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 to 3, for the commandment, honour your father and your mother, I'm just remaining and keeping on to the father thing, just reminding Deborah, for the commandment, honour your father and your mother was the first of the 10 commandments, listen to this, with a promise attached. And the promise is this. You will prosper and live a long, full life if you honor your parents. You will prosper and live a long, full life if you honor your parents. We know there's some situations in which that is very difficult to do. But the Bible tells us to honor our parents. And I love the fact that we do things like Mother's Day and later there will be Father's Day. We'll just take a little bit of extra time and thought to honor our parents. Jesus, even from the cross, when he was taking on the full weight of our sin and pain and brokenness, cared for his mother. John 19 and verse 26 says, so when Jesus looked down and saw the disciple he loved, that's John, standing with her, he said, mother, look, John will be a son to you. And then to John, he said, Mary will be a mother to you. He made sure his mother was being cared for. In a moment, we're going to have three different speakers, and I have the privilege of introducing the first. And we've asked them to speak to the thought of what they've learned from their mother. In 2 Timothy 1 and verse 5, Paul reflects on something a quality that he saw in Timothy's life. And the more he thought about it, he said, you just didn't do this. You learned this from your mother and your mother learned it from her mother. Listen to these words. I remember your genuine faith for you share the faith that was first in your grandmother, Lewis, and then in your mother, Eunice. And I know the same faith continues strong in you. I guess the key point is while we're celebrating mothers and love and appreciate them on this Mother's Day and every other day, in reality, they are going to be, these three mothers are going to be sharing qualities that each and every one of us can and should aspire to. So it's my privilege is firstly to introduce Erica Hayward um, from the Gongalan campus. And Mark, just a little word to you if you haven't organised Mother's Day while she's still down here get it sorted. But Erica, it's great to have you and for you to lead off the first of three, sharing what you've learned for your mother. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, thank you, Pastor Sean. It's really blessed to be able to be here this morning with everybody in our church family. Look, there are so many things that my mum has actually taught me. Um, Most of them, I have to say, I didn't really realise I'd learned uh, until I was an adult. And uh, pretty much all of those have gotten much more value since I've started raising my own children. For our family, we immigrated from India when I was about six years old. Uh, My mum left her home, she left her career and her family uh, to start again in a country that she'd never even been to, just for her daughters. Um, She and dad arrived here in Australia uh, with two suitcases, $100, and two adorable little girls. That would be me and my sister. Um, And they started a whole new life. She started a new job because her degree wasn't recognised, Um, she ran a household in a completely different way than she had in India, she learned to drive a car, which was a big thing. And these things were not easy, but she did them. And I'm sure that there were plenty of days when she didn't want to, but she persevered. My mum kept going. Even when we lost interest, when we got tired or we just flat out didn't want to do it, she persevered. Now. Perseverance isn't a particularly flashy thing. It's not really very popular. Um, It's not dazzling charisma or like having a brilliant talent, a voice like Beyonce or, you know, painting like Picasso. But then, see, my mum isn't flashy. She's sweet and kind and generous and funny. And um, she never sat down with me and said, okay, this is the lesson of perseverance for today, Erica. But I watched her day after day, doing all of the things that needed to be done, loving people as she did it, giving out of herself and sharing what God had put in her hands and I learned you keep going you keep moving forward yes sometimes you need to stop to cry to mourn to wrestle with God but you pick yourself up and you keep going and I have to say I have had many opportunities to practice that in my own life from leaving my own family and friends to move here to Canberra, um, having severe postnatal depression after the birth of my first baby, um, through, even through like midnight feeds and staying up with babies, even through uh, planting churches, which is one of my greatest joys, but it's still hard work. We we persevere, we walk through it, one foot in front of the other. Romans 5 verse three to four says, not only so, But we also glory in our sufferings because we know that our suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. God knows. He sees each footstep. He's beside us as we take them. Our effort is not lost, it produces something. And it has an impact for the generations that come after us. I've learned so much about myself, about my God, just because I kept going. I didn't do anything fancy or spectacular. I just kept going. And I'm stronger, my capacity is greater, I'm wiser and I am tougher. Perseverance has built my character. It's not always easy, and I can tell you it is not always pretty. But it doesn't have to be. All I have to do, in the words of my favourite cartoon fish, is just keep swimming. Now. See, I know in isolation that there are people who are finding more time to reflect and a more quiet pace of life, which is lovely. That is not me. Um, Right now, I've got kids at home doing their schoolwork. I'm working, Mark's working. Um, My life is crazy right now. Now, to be fair, it's a different crazy than it used to be, but it's still crazy. I have never had to be resilient and persevere more than I do right now. And I have never had a better chance for my daughters to watch me do it, up close and personal, every single day. I've never had a better opportunity to take them by the hand and walk with them through this, to walk with them and teach them what perseverance looks like for them than I do right now. And as I just keep swimming, I realize that I'm doing what my mother did. I'm doing what her mother taught her and I am teaching my daughters something that can produce character and hope in them, and in turn, impact generations. I, I wonder sometimes if my mum and my grandma knew the impact that their everyday perseverance was gonna have on the generations that came after them. I wonder today if you or I understand the impact that our everyday perseverance has on the people that are around us. I hope you have a blessed Mother's Day and remember, just keeps for me. I'm going to hand over to Karen from our Belcon on
2: campus. Karen. Thanks, Erica. I'm so pleased to be with you this morning. Um, when I think of my mum, there's a lot of the qualities of the Proverbs 31 woman in her. My mum's full of wisdom and I've learned a lot from her advice, but it doesn't mean I've always taken it. Uh, In my younger days, like most enthusiastic young adults, um, I thought I knew more than I did. However, as the years have rolled on, I've become a little bit wiser, I hope, and even though she is now 92, I still value and take mum's advice, even in this technological and postmodern era, as it usually keeps me out of trouble. My mum has always been a great homemaker, to make ends meet in the early days of her married life. Although self-taught, she became an expert seamstress. And so much so that friends and others in the local community sought out her skills as well. And she faithfully put up with my fashion whims in those days of the miniskirt. Even when I know she was inwardly horrified And I still remember, even as a teenager, proudly stepping out in outfits she'd made because they looked just as good as the shops. My mum's always been wise with money too, having been born at the beginning of the depression years and marrying just after World War II. She used bookkeeping skills, learned from her brief, very brief working life to keep a tight rein on the family budgets and she put her ability to spot a good bargain to great use when money was tight. But old habits die hard, it would seem, and it's only last year that she's begun to stop keeping tabs on her spending in a very uh, special spiral notebook. And that's only because the bank statements couldn't keep up with her uh, accuracy. Mum can still sagely talk about the stock market and she can give you a good run for, the, for your money on the political and economical state of the nation if you want to go there. However, Mum has always been admired by those who know her not just as wise, but also resilient. And I think the two qualities may just be intertwined. I don't think I've ever seen her give up on anything she started. And my father certainly had full confidence in her. He knew he was blessed to have found a good wife, one who worked tirelessly to provide a loving and well cared for home for her family in every season. And having lost both my sister who died at 43 and my dad at 91, each through really difficult illness, I've proudly watched her pick herself up from each season of grief wisely determined to move forward and create a new life for herself again. And a full life it has really become, with membership at a variety of community clubs and regular support of her annual local church fete, standing and spruiking the wares from various stalls right up to the end of her 91st year. But my mum's never recognised herself as anything special Others have. Much to the amusement of my family, my mum bears an uncanny resemblance to the Queen, but she also carries herself with the same inner strength and dignity. She has the ability to make people feel comfortable in her presence. And for the many who often unintentionally find themselves confiding in her, they're always left with wise words of comfort and their spirits lifted. Mum has just entered permanent residential care this week, a decision that was difficult for us both. And I know that after a few weeks, she'll have that nursing home at her feet. And the residents, they'll be blessed as she quietly befriends them, unknowingly offering a wisdom far more valuable than any rubies when she does. You see, it's for her wisdom and in a strength that my mum is best known for and also respected by all her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren, who are just as proud of her as I am. And I know together on this unique but special Mother's Day, they would all rise up with me in calling her blessed. And so it's with pleasure, with great pleasure, I honour my mum today And it's my prayer that the qualities of wisdom and resilience, her Proverbs 31 legacy, that they will continue to live on through each of my family and for the generations to come. But for now, I'll hand over to Katie from City Campus. Thank you, Pastor Karen. Well, good
3: morning and happy Mother's Day. You know, this week, uh, as I told my mum and shared that I was, I uh, had the privilege to share about one thing that I learned from my mother, uh, she kind of looked at me with a twinkle in her eye and was like, oh yeah, so what did you learn from me? Um, and so you can, uh, you know where I get my sass from. But I remember last year at the City Campus when she was at a panel and she shared about what she learnt from her mum and uh, my nana, that's my nana who passed away and is with Jesus now, and, and she shared about three things. And Nana would say to her in good times and in really difficult times, you just need to pray, you just need to trust God, and you just need to keep going. And she always pointed to Jesus that one, my Nana, and my mum is exactly the same. She always points to Jesus. You know, I could not have been given a better role model when it comes to being a woman of God or just a woman, a strong woman in this day and age. I could not have been given a better role model when it comes to doing mamahood, and I couldn't have been given a better role model when it comes to prioritising Jesus, prioritising my faith and my relationship with Him. I remember as a child when I was a kid and I was afraid or had a bad dream or something like that, my mum would just teach me to grab the scripture Anxious to declare fear out of the room. And so she would have me on my bed and I'd be standing up and, and singing praises. And we were talking about this last night about, uh, what, was this, what was the song that we were singing? Singing about the wonderful power of Jesus. Singing those sorts of songs even as a little child. Um, and what that taught me was that when I prayed, I could trust God. And that when I spoke, even as, even as a little kid, that heaven would start moving and getting busy to work on my behalf. I remember as a teenager, when I would go to work, uh, well, when I didn't want to go to work, I had a 5 a.m. job at the news agency. I'd have to get myself there a couple of mornings a week. And when I didn't feel like it, she would be the constant voice in my head that would just say to me, you just have to go, just get up and go, just keep moving. You have to tell your soul to just fall in line, keep going, keep moving. And, and those words and that messaging uh, set me up to have a really good work ethic. I remember as um, a young lady heading off to Bible college up at Hillsong and um, I'd call mum all the time asking her uh, questions about things or asking her to pray for me when I had concerns. And uh, it got to a point that I realised that she must have realised or sensed um, that I was having a bit of a secondhand uh, faith or living through her faith perhaps, a bit of a lazy faith. And I remember one time she so uh, kindly and clearly said to me, you need to talk to God yourself. You need to talk to Father God yourself. You can trust him. He is good. And she kept telling me, talk to him, just talk straight to him. And I remember for a few months as I was kind of getting my uh, my source adjusted, not looking to her, but looking to Jesus. Uh, if I came to her with, you know, can you, can you pray with me about this? She'd just deflect me. Just go talk to Jesus, go talk to Jesus. And, and that taught me again that I just need to pray trust God and just keep going. I've got a funny story when Ricky and I, uh, we just got married. It was two days, uh, day two in Papua New Guinea of being newlyweds. And um, we were, my mom and her friend had gone adventuring up the coastline. We're in the Dang in Papua New Guinea. And they had just gone off and there was a tsunami warning. And what made it kind of heightened was that the night before they showed the movie the tsunami so there was a lot of fear in town it was very chaotic and we were stressed about family wondering where they were wondering where my mom and her best friend were somewhere up the coastline and um, they weren't worried they just prayed uh, they hitchhiked back to town and made it back safe and and we were so stressed they weren't stressed we were worried about them they weren't worried and why would they be they just prayed trust god jumped on the jumped on a, a truck that they felt they had peace about and and we're safe i wish that i could um give maybe just one example or one hardship or one hard season uh that we've had to go through but i don't have one i have stacks of them and um it's probably multiple people stories out there who have had time after time where they just had to dig their dig their heels in and just pray and trust god and just keep going I think about um, what my mum taught me and it, cons- making it a bit of a similar, like a formula or a recipe in life. And I'm thinking about the words that my nana told her that pray, trust God and just keep going. And I'm reminded of a scripture in Psalm 145 verse four in the message, it says this generation after generation, stand in awe of your work. Each one tells a story and speaks of your mighty acts. And I used to think of this verse and I used to think about uh, the story of Adam, it's not sorry, Adam, Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that this legacy, this, this patriarch um, example that we have in the Bible. But what I've realised through my own family, through my Nana, through my mum, through me, and hopefully through my own daughter, Sanaa, is that I can create my own legacy in how we give an example, how we role model, how she was shown, pray, trust God, and just keep going to mum. Then to me, pray, trust God, just keep going. And now to Sanaa, pray, trust God, and just keep going. And I think about that legacy. So now when I think about the word legacy, uh, I think about Betty, my nana. I think about my mum, Marie, and I think about me and what I set up for my daughter the generations to come. And I know that I know that I know that God is faithful to our lineage, that God is faithful to our family and practical things that I can do because I learnt them from my mum is to pray, trust God and just keep going. And I hope this blesses you this morning, just like our incredible speakers earlier. And um, I just would love to pass it back and have the privilege of passing it back to Pastor Sean. Are you there this morning, Pastor Sean?
0: I am and I've been listening Those three exhortations were so inspiring, thank you Katie, thank you Karen and thank you Erica. I love the way that Erica talked about perseverance and the extraordinary courage that she saw in her mother in relocating from one country to another and then the many other life lessons around that. Uh, about Pastor Karen just sharing about her mother's wisdom, but also tied to resilience of just pressing through and breaking through in every single situation. And then of Katie, her mum exhorting her to keep her eyes fixed on Jesus and keep coming back to God in a personal way. Sorry, there's just been a, an intruder flew in, a fly from somewhere, who knows? But it's exactly what... Uh, Paul saw in Timothy's life, and I want to remind you of that verse where we launched into this in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 5. Paul says, I remember your genuine faith. Maybe you can just put that in the chat genuine faith, not artificial, not borrowing from somebody else's, learning, being inspired by somebody else's, but having genuine faith. And he says, For you share the faith that was first in your grandmother and then in your mother. And I know the same faith continues strong in you.